Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. I have got to clean up my workspace. I should say, I'll take a, I'll take a picture of this. It's disgraceful. I'll take a, I'll take a little video and tweet it out. That's what I'll do. It's just it's it's ridiculous. What's well, a fire hazard? <laughs> it's that. <laughs> I would just fall over it trying to get out the door if there were an emergency. Can you imagine if this was the fifties and everybody was smoking? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> we'd be dead. Live from Studio C, Caesar, dimly lit room, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, hey everybody. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. COVID-19 plus the variants. Now, we're not going to try to scare you. And blah, Sounds blah, blah. like you are. Sounds like you're trying to scare me. No, not actually. What's really interesting is one of the variants is ravaging, wait for it, China. Now, I did just uh, read today that the uh, vaccines seem to work fine against that Delta variant. That's yes. Rolling around the world. Yeah, the uh, only caveat... If you're fully vaccinated, it works quite nicely. It, if you just got to one shot of the two, don't start bragging about your J&J shot, by the way, Sean. Nobody wants to hear it. But if you're, if you're getting one of the two shots and you only got one, then you're not very immune to the Delta variant. It is a mess around here. i got to get this straightened up. It's affecting my work. And, uh, you know, when my son was in here last week, when you weren't here, Henry said, boy, for as neat as you are as home, you're really unorganized here. Hmm. Which is true. I, I would never allow this at my house, ever. I tried to yeah. jump in front of that that train a little bit too, and said, ah, "I think you're getting blamed for a little bit of my mess." But I knew that was a lie. <laughs> it was nice wow. of you to fall on your sword, jump on the grenade for me. Yeah, you're I, an enabler. He's got to take a look at himself. It's weird. I would never allow this at, at, at home. It's just like I, I couldn't go to bed with this. This is just an outrage. <laughs> I, I heard. The, I heard the. I heard the funniest thing on the way in today. So. Yes. In California, the last state to open up, the state that let the fewest kids go to school, and also uh, one of the two states with the lowest levels of COVID, today uh. is the supposed opening, using my finger quotes. And uh, starting today, like starting today, I didn't. I, I just wore a mask into the building, but I didn't have to starting today. So I, I may, this will be the first day. Um, at least living in California, that I have gone all day long without having to put on a mask. It'll be very exciting. Good uh, man. Now, when I was on vacation a couple of weeks ago, I'm hearing something. Uh, when I went on vacation a couple of weeks ago, I'm still hearing something. What am I hearing? Uh, somebody? Okay. Um, uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went on vacation. I was in other states. I went without a mask for like a week. And so it, that's part of why this is so hilarious. So I'm listening to NPR, and they had a psychologist on. A, ther- oh a therapist, because today is the day that you can start going out with a, without a mask. And NPR decided to have a, a therapist on to help walk you through this. And it's just it's just hilarious how differently people view this. I mean, from where I'm standing right now, you could drive eight miles that way, and ain't nobody been wearing masks for, like, months. You drive eight miles that way, and people are listening to therapists on NPR to try to calm themselves down. For a day without a mask on. Wow, and that is so I know, revealing and so strange. I'll remember this the rest of my life, that that human beings can interpret the same information so differently. Uh, or silo themselves and get different information, obviously. But, but possibly, but just... Yeah. 
How could you possibly be so siloed that you haven't, that you aren't aware that most of the country is going without a mask? How could you be? Anyway, so the therapist said, the, the host asked the therapist about, so what should people do today, you know, if they're feeling anxious, if they're scared about uh, the, this new maskless environment? Well, for instance, if you get invited to a, a backyard barbecue, what you should do is you, as, as the fear overtakes you, you should stop. You should take a couple of deep breaths. And you should, you should say, get some balls, is what you should do, man you, or woman. You should say to yourself, repeat to yourself, this is safe, this is safe, before you go to that bar- backyard barbecue. Or perhaps, wow. or perhaps call the host ahead of time and ask how many of people are going to be there. And then just remember to socially distance when you get there. Or remember, it's okay to say no to that social occasion if you don't think you're quite ready emotionally to go to a... People have been going to backyard barbecues and ball games and restaurants all over the country, all over California. Right. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I have friends who are like this. They have no idea. It's like they're wearing blinders. They have no idea that the rest of us are getting together maskless and have been for months. It's so weird. It's 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 like warping my brain. It, well, makes, right. me, it makes me look around and think, am I missing something? It is two completely different assessments of reality. And, and and it's difficult to bridge the gap. It's you're right. It is so incredibly strange. But a lot of people haven't stopped doing that stuff, especially outdoor stuff, for a single second. But there is a substantial subculture in America. I don't know if it's a third or forty percent or even half that values that is desperate to be afraid and threatened. So this is weird. not a safe space. That was a microaggression. I'm hurt by this. I'm devastated by this. They just need to be afraid. Even Bill Maher. Remember that clip we were playing yesterday? If you're wearing a mask outside, you're an effing moron. So, But NPR is a therapist on saying a backyard barbecue, which is outside, Say to yourself, repeat, I am safe. I am safe. And remember, you're fully vaccinated. Remember, of course you're friggin' safe. And remember, it's okay to say no to that backyard barbecue if you're not in a place yet where you, where you think you'd be comfortable. Wow. We you're are teaching Ill. mental problems yeah, why, as a society. Why wouldn't the, the, what the host should have said, aren't these people mentally ill? Or shouldn't these people see you uh, in person, like pay $300 an hour and sit down on the couch? Because they're mentally ill. If right. you're not going to a backyard barbecue. At this point, isn't it true that any sober assessment of the facts would lead people to believe that they're perfectly safe going to a barbecue? Well, yes. Then isn't the problem (laughs) their mental state, right? Why would the host say that? Our own government, who has been way too careful, said a couple of months ago that it's okay. So what are you talking about? So weird. Wow, that was that was it was almost like it was a parody, like it was it's a joke a, segment. It's become a tribal norm. Why do people speak with a certain you know sound to their voices? It's their culture. A lot you of know, people are going to be facing anxiety today as the masks come off. No, well, I guess if you're only, crazy, you are, or, or you have such a wildly distorted view of reality because of your. I don't know your your political attitudes, your tribalism, your your information siloing. You you are borderline mentally ill. I mean, if you if I announced that I was afraid to walk out my door today because I was afraid of a shark attack, people would think I was cuckoo nuts, and they'd be right. If I announced that I'm afraid of of dying by going to a backyard barbecue, even though I'm fully vaccinated, that's just as well. It's almost as nuts. 
It might as well be. I should have used mountain lion because there are actually well, mountain lions hooching about. Since there hasn't been a single transmission outdoors that anybody can nail down, it is as mm. nuts as the shark attack. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I found that hilarious. <laughs> Say to yourself, I am safe. I am safe before you walk into that barbecue to calm yourself down. All and right. we're, we're designing our society, our legislation, <laughs> our governance for those people. Anyway, pretty exciting. Get to walk into the building today without a mask. Well, huzzah. While the rest of the country's been doing that for a long time. Anyway, so you can weird out young women in the elevators again. I have a feeling that anybody who needs to say that mantra before going to a backyard barbecue is not getting invited to backyard. You're not. I feel like there's an overlap of that person being a not fun person. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Simple wisdom, folks. Positive Sean. Yeah. And it is disappointing now that more people are going to see my. Uh, face and uh, my facial expressions and all that sort of stuff. Because yeah. it was kind of nice to be able to hide the RBF. Mm. Oh, right, because you you were under the theory that the mask actually made you yep. more approachable. Yeah, people liked me better with a mask <laughs> on. Yeah, he looks like he's just he's just not somebody you want to talk to. No, just, I, I'd resting uh, biatch face. Even yeah. if I'm perfectly neutral on the subject, I look like I hate you. Yeah. It's well, just, my wrong? wife, who I adore, has the same thing. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's just some people have it. <laughs> I know. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. Teamwork makes the dream work. There's our technical director, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing good. Today, risk-free dating returns to California. Because, <laughs> you know, you had a mask no, on. You, <laughs> you you weren't sure what the person looked like. And now, today, you're going to find out oh, what they that. really look like. You, you know? know, I've had a couple of those experiences where I thought, I wonder what this person looks like. Wow, I had one the other day. Now, this is, this is, um... Well, I don't want to come off as mean-spirited, but it was interesting. Your brain fills in the part that you haven't seen, mm, right? Right, yeah. And uh, and and there was this one, one particular dude who looked like a, a movie star with his mask on, but then I saw him without his mask, and he is definitely not movie star handsome. And I just thought that's, that's uh, I mean, it was really weird. It was jarring. Whoa. It, so your brain kind of fills in the rest of it. Yeah. Like I, I saw a picture of my son who graduated from fifth grade. I saw what his teacher looked like for the first time the other day. She posed for a picture with him with no mask on. I had no idea what she looked like. She could have walked up with me without a mask, and she'd have had to introduce herself, even though mm. I talked to her in person several times. See, that's so funny, and it's so striking to me, because going back to your earlier discussion, you're in that eight miles that way, and I'm in the eight miles the other way category, where, where people have been way, way toward the, no, we're safe, we understand the science, we don't need to mask outside, end of things. There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing well. I, I, I failed to properly prep the palate for uh, for my uh, radiator cap adventure yesterday. So let me add a little bit more into the trailer, see if I can convince you guys uh, to, to hear it today. At about an hour into my radiator, radiator cap ordeal in which I was at a gas station. An hour? I rece- oh, I didn't realize you were at a gas station when you did it. Yes. Okay, that changes the... Uh, I the- received the instructions. Walk past the abandoned church to the railroad tracks... Make a left. Go into the building and ask for Sergey. He wow. can help you out. Wow. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to get to this on the podcast at least mm. today. The term chop shop leaps to mind. Yes. Um, I'm, I will throw no uh, disparaging remarks at this wonderful place that got me back on the road. <laughs> Plus, Sergey probably knows a guy who knows a guy <laughs> who, you know, can get a little rough. I am Jack Armstrong. He is Joe Getty on this. It is Tuesday, June 15th. The year 2021, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. 
All right, then. Out into Crazyville we go, trying to bring some semblance of logic and reason. Precisely according to FCC rules and regulations, show begins at Mark. Oh, my God. There's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a steam shovel made it with a cocoa bean. Or it's the chocolate factory. John Stewart on Colbert last night arguing in favor of the lab leak theory. And interestingly enough, Colbert is a dedicated uh, lefty. was like, what? Whoa, hey, old buddy, what now? You're not one of them. (laughs) He was very skeptical. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay, I want to hear that. That sounds good. In spite of everything the New York Times and the Washington Post, everybody else has written. Well, there's a COVID story that just came out from the Wall Street Journal that I want to talk about. Anyway, how does mailbag look? Uh, Pretty good. Yeah, solid. That's next. Lots of stuff to get to today. The Biden-Putin meeting happens within 24 hours, I believe. Um, So lots of stuff. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yo, 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 how's it going? Quite a bit of news to uh, catch up on today, so I hope you can stick around or catch the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. Yeah, swiftly moving river of information. Use cautious. Use caution. Use cautious. What am I, new to this land? Idiot. I'm trying to read and talk at the same time. (laughs) Idiot! Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Benjamin Franklin. Whoever would overthrow the liberty of a nation must begin by subduing the freeness of speech. Mm, Pretty good. That's not free speech. That's hate speech. That's controlling the freeness of speech for the purpose of overthrowing the country. Mailbag. We're talking about whether people would go back to the gym or not, having purchased a zillion dollars worth of exercise equipment. One of the many sectors of the economy where there's just nothing to buy. Judy, I, we're, we're tired of our plates. Our, our, our plates, we still got our, the kids might chip them so they're not very good plate plates. And we think, yeah, I have a couple over for a barbecue. It'd be nice to have the plates and, and bowls and stuff that look kind of nice. So we go out to the, uh, the plate store there. <laughs> store that sells all sorts of They got no damn plates. They got like all sorts of empty racks. Sorry, we're out of plates. I know. I was at stores yesterday and I was at Costco. There's a lot of stuff. There are a lot of empty holes at Costco. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, to the correspondence proper, uh, Jack Joe, I'll be returning to the gym. As I have discovered, the yoga pants pairing wearing population of attractive women at my home gym is quite low indeed. Keep up the great work, so he's perving on the gals at the gym. That's just, that's misogyny, sir. Hashtag me too. Yeah, the gym has never been a social thing for me. I know it is for some people, but man, I just, I want to exercise and get out, so. Yeah. Now, this is, this is interesting indeed. We'll just say it's Al Anonymous, who's a man of letters, I will tell you that. I have two friends who live in Gangju, China, southeast coastal, who are telling me that lots and lots of people are sick locally with the vid. Hospitals are full. The Sino vaccine is known by the Chinese to be a joke, not widely available and not effective. Not good. But what goes around comes around, huh? Interesting. 
Yeah, yeah. So, and and of course, the Chinese government isn't going to say this, but Chinese people are reaching out to friends internationally and saying we're getting hit bad. Hmm. Interesting, guys. I heard the uh, segment about underage drinking, and it reminded me of something that happened earlier in the week. I was driving past a bar outside of our town of San Clemente with a family friend about ten years younger than me. In fact, I used to babysit her. She's home from college in Texas these days. As we drove past the bar, she made a comment saying, "I got my fake ID taken from that bar." I asked her how people get fake IDs these days. She replied, everyone has one. It's so easy. You just order it from China. Of course, should have known. There you go. DMCS, drowning in more Chinese S. I did not know kids could get fake IDs from China. Didn't know that either, but it makes sense. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Gentlemen, Dave, the uh, economics teacher here again. I was catching up on the podcast and been following your discussion of prices and inflation. Price increases in some sectors, et cetera, et cetera. When I teach econ, I tell the students to think of systemic inflation not as an increase in price, but as a decrease in the value of money. Money is like a good, like, is a good, like apples or Justin Bieber CDs. So the cost of money is affected by the laws of supply and demand, just like the Biebs latest offering. Increase the supply of something and its price or value will decrease. We are going through the greatest short-term increase in the money supply in U.S. history. So yeah, brace yourselves. Huh. That's a pretty good way to look at it. Yeah, that's some pretty good teaching there. I wish they taught more economics and more business in, in school, in high nah, school. Nah, better, better learn the state capitals. More oh, important. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's, 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 you use that stuff every single day of your life. Or you should. Right. Uh, we'll catch up on the news. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh, we got an update on the radiation leak in China. Yeah, because that happened as we were leaving the air yesterday and wondering, is this China's Chernobyl? Is this a nothing? How will we know? Because China would lie about it even if it was a big deal. So uh, details on that coming up. Yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to hear that because it could be anything from what China says, which is uh, there's a little uh, little glitch over here. We're fine. Well, how to one of the greatest disasters ever to befall mankind? Japan lied about theirs. That's a good point. Japan's an open, free democracy ally of the United States. They lied, hella lied about how bad their theirs was. Right, tried to contain public reaction. Got this headline we'll get to later. Town sells its water tower by accident. Now that's a good headline. <laughs> yeah. Looking for property there. That sounds like much of the town. <laughs> wow. Wow. How does that happen? So we have been following carefully and fairly aggressively the where did the COVID-19 come from question since the very beginning. China. And That's right, and, Trump. You're right. That's, uh, yes, sir. Um, And we have not had... Any tribal weirdness, I think, interfere with our thinking. We just want to know what's going on. And I didn't care if Trump espoused a theory or if Trump said the opposite. I was just going to dig and dig and dig and try to you know, come up with my own information. And the idea that it leaked from the Wuhan Institute of Virology or that closely associated lab, because the Institute is actually a series of labs of various degrees of, uh, of safety, um, the idea that it could have leaked from the lab seemed obvious from the beginning. And the uh, the sudden rush to dismiss the very idea, how dare you, as it turns out, by some of the people involved in that same lab, 
and the fact that the media lapped it up and helped cover for the Chinese communists because they hated Trump, and Trump said it came from the lab. Anyway, it's just been galling, and it's so hard to drag people back to, can you please look at the facts instead of mindlessly spouting your tribal nonsense? Well, interestingly, John Stewart, the fabulous John Stewart, was on the first live with a, a big audience uh, in the Ed Sullivan Theater Colbert show last night, and they were talking about the whole lab leak thing. And uh, you're not going to see the facial expressions, although you'll probably sense through the, the audio, but Colbert really taken aback uh, by John Stewart advocating this, uh, this theory. 21, Sean. I think we owe a great debt of gratitude to science. Science has in many ways helped ease uh, the suffering of this pandemic, uh, which was more than likely caused by science. <laughs> what, 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 what do you mean by that? Do you mean like well, so this perhaps is, there's, there's a chance that this was created in a lab, there's an investigation? A chance? Well, but I, so, I, 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 oh I, my if God. there's evidence, I'd love to hear it. There's I don't a know. novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. <laughs> that's, just, that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they ask those scientists, they're like, how did this, so wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan respiratory coronavirus lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. <laughs> And you're like, no, I, you, you, the name of your lab, if you look at the name, look at the name, can I, let me see your business card, show me your business card, oh, I work at the coronavirus lab in Wuhan, oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan, how did that happen, maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it sneezed into my chili and now we all have coronavirus. Like, come, okay, wait, okay, wait, okay. Wait a second, wait a what about second. this? What about this? Listen to this. Wait a second. All right. John. Oh my God. Oh my God. There's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a steam shovel made it with a cocoa bean. Or it's the chocolate factory maybe that's it that could be <laughs> that could be oh, that's good stuff that's First good of all, stuff yeah reminded of how funny john stewart is and one of the reasons his show was so popular is he wasn't he was way to the left of me and he drove me crazy a lot but he wasn't always gonna go with the narrative he just didn't that's one of the reasons his show was so popular if there was something that was obvious like this even though his side hated it he would say it. Right, right. What was really interesting to, to get all sociologists on you there is, and this is a problem we've been talking about a lot, John Stewart is talking about a lab accident. Colbert thinks he's talking about the coronavirus being in, entirely built as a bioweapon inside the lab because he's been told from all his siloed left-wing bubble sources that that's what the crazy crazy conservatives believe and some crazy crazy conservatives do believe that but the vast majority of us just think no they had lack safety standards 
at a lab that not only studied novel bat coronaviruses, but enhanced them to make them as virulent as possible to study ways to cure them and treat them, the the gain-of-function research. We're not talking about a Frankenstein thing per se, although there is a little bit of gene splicing involved. Boy, that was some John Stewart goodness right there. Let me see your business card. (laughs) No, 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 a pangolin kissed a turkey or whatever he said. (laughs) Kissed a turtle. Uh, hey, so, Sean, is uh, that's hilarious. the rest of that's worth playing, huh? Yeah, 22? I, th- I think so. Okay. That could, that could very well be, and Anthony Fauci and Francis Collins and NIH have said, like, it should definitely be investigated. Don't stop with the logic and people and things. The no, name I, of the disease. Wait a second. Wait a second. The building. Wait a second. But I, it could be possible. You could be right. It could be possible that they have the lab in Wuhan to study the novel coronavirus diseases because... In Wuhan, there are a lot of novel coronavirus diseases because of the bat population sure, no, there. I understand. It's it, like the same. It's like, a wait local a specialty, and it's the only place to find bats. You won't find bats no, anywhere it's like else. Saying, oh why? wait, Austin, Texas has thousands of them that fly out of a cave every night. Every <laughs> night at dusk. Is there a, a coronavirus in Austin? Coronavirus? No, it doesn't seem to be in Austin. Coronavirus. <laughs> The only coronavirus we have is in Wuhan, yes. where they have a lab called, what's the lab called again, Stephen? The Wuhan Novel Coronavirus Lab. I believe that's uh-huh. the case. And now, how long have you worked for Senator Ron Johnson? Let me tell you something. Wow. Let me tell you something about Ron Johnson. Wow. This is not a conspiracy. That is so interesting. Wow. Yeah. So if you're going with what is the most, uh, in all the plenty of scientists say this is the most likely thing that happened because of the things John Stewart just said. That makes you a Ron Johnson is a conspiracy-minded senator from Wisconsin. Is what that comment was. Also interesting, Colbert uh, factually wrong. The bats that all these coronaviruses come from are a thousand miles away from Wuhan. They're in southern China. Um, So he's just absolutely wrong. That's That's pretty funny. It is. Well, yeah, Stewart's riffing is great. Colbert's, uh, Colbert's intransigence is revealing. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I don't really have a horse in this race politically. I just, I don't even understand why it would be that. Because of near religious fervor, pro and or anti-Trump. Mine is pro or or, or anti-China. That's where all my uh, emotion comes from, if there's any emotion attached to it at all. Right. 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 I like the initial framing that Stuart had of it that I hadn't heard before, that we owed a, a debt of gratitude to science because it made the suffering of this pandemic easier, which was probably caused by science. Yeah, yeah which is I worth, thought that was an is, interesting paradox. Which is definitely worth pointing out. Yeah. Definitely worth pointing out. Well, and it's become infinitely clear now, according to all the heavyweight publications on the left, from Vanity Fair to the New York Times, that uh, scientists and State Department folks involved with science uh, covered their asses as aggressively and dishonestly as you can imagine. The moment this thing uh, revealed itself to be serious, the lying began. Somebody's got a big article today. I don't remember who it was. Um whether or not we should still do the uh, the gain of function research, and you know, I'm, I'm, I think there there should be a full debate about that. Um, definitely. Well, I would suggest that in the well, you know, I, I was going to say we have a lab that does that sort of thing. In is it actually Austin? Come to think of it, 
There is, I think, there is one lab in Texas and one in the Research Triangle in North Carolina that does similar research, I guess. And they don't have things leaking out. That's fine. I want, I want an open discussion of this, though. I want to hear all mm-hmm. the stats. I want a congressional hearing where all the stats come out. Look, there are this many labs and this, this many accidents, and this is how easy or hard it is to contain them. I would like to hear all that before my taxpayer dollars continue to, uh, to, to go toward this sort of thing. I would agree. Yeah, nameless, faceless bureaucrats making that decision is probably not a great idea. I and I would also like to hear a discussion of the protocols that would make it safe enough to do, and sure. then an honest discussion of whether a communist system can enact those protocols in an honest way. Because the hallmark of communism is you always lie to the guy above you to cover your hiney. Yeah, I don't want a three-mile island-like reaction. So back in the 70s, one of our nuclear power plants in the United States on a place called Three Mile Island had a little leak, which wasn't really a very big deal, but it got so much press and, and turned people's attitudes so sour on nuclear power that we have moronically gotten away from nuclear power in this country from a minor mishap. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to have that same sort of thing happen with this, but let's uh, let's discuss this. That that is that is really interesting. The whole because how many times you heard let's all thank the scientists, the brave scientists who have worked so hard to the vaccine and the blah blah blah. Yeah, okay, that's that's very true. But we got a lot of our very best scientists in the world who created this damn thing. Congratulations on putting out your own fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They cre- you created this thing and weren't able to control it. And let's talk about that end of it for a little while, can we? Well, as the great, late, great Neil Peart wrote, science like nature must also be tamed. Because yeah. run amok, especially in communist lands that don't give no Fs, it's dangerous. That nuclear power is a perfect example of it. Nuclear power can be clean, safe, and amazing. It also can blow up cities and kill hundreds of thousands of people. Right. If yeah. used as a weapon of war. I remember so vividly all of my favorite rock stars coming out just hardcore against nuclear power and putting on concerts and giving tearful testimony about one of the safest forms of energy on the planet, the only form of energy where the waste is contained, and as a result of their efforts, and I'm serious because they it worked, as a result of their efforts, instead, we we burned 50 Quinzillion tons of coal, five bronfillion (laughs) gallons of gasoline and and, and fossil fuels, and the rest of it over the last 40 years, you freaking idiots! Right. And use stupid things like solar and wind when nuclear works really, really well. Solar and wind doesn't. When nuke goes sideways, it's a very, very bad thing. Fukushima was the coming together of a number of just cataclysmic things together. You can't say that on the air. Fukushima? Don't, don't quit he saying did it, it again. Yeah. <laughs> My apologies. Uh, and, and sure, we can learn something from that mess, but there's, a, there's no safe form of energy. You have to ignite it or make it go crazy in one fashion or, not, or another to get enough power out of it to, to, to run anything. And there is danger there. Of course, fire, the original energy, sitting around the cave, loincloths, bare-breasted women suckling babes, mastodons, the whole thing. Yeah, fire can burn you to death, but the the, the cavemen didn't give up on it. Oh, we can't contain the fire. Uh, No fire now. No fire now. You didn't hear that (laughs) crap back in the day. You didn't have freaking Susan Sarandon and Graham Nash weeping that we need to end fire now because it's dangerous. <laughs> Shut up! No, no fire now. <laughs> Hilarious. Hey, the the soccer player that collapsed on the field, 
with the heart attack has well, uh, he died, has, right? Has spoken. No, he he just he he broke his silence. So I well, no, he, he died. Unless, unless then he they undied him. Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. died on the field and they brought him around. No, yeah, yeah zombie not, soccer. He hasn't been, not technically. He hasn't been dead for days, and now he's not in the cave. Not one of those kind of things. No, 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 no. no. No, they put the paddles to him. All right. Uh, much more stuff uh, to come. Uh, text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I did tweet out, and we posted at the website a little video I made of my workspace because it's 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 embarrassing, and I'm trying to uh, I'm ha- trying to have an intervention on myself about my workspace. I got to do something here. <laughs> um, got this text, Jack. I can't wait to walk outside of my house without a mask on for the first time. Drive my car without a mask and go to an early dinner. Uh, I believe I'm being mocked there. Yeah, I know. Or somebody is. Those of you who are actually waiting for the state of California to officially tell you you can not wear a mask, good for you living your life that way, I guess. And listening to counselors counsel you on how to find the courage to go outside without a mask. This is it. I'm upset I'm losing my excuse for saying no to social gatherings. This is terrible for me. Yeah, there, there definitely was some of that for me. Man. You know, I'd love to go do that thing, but I just, you know, what with the COVID. You know, you see the headlines. (laughs) (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, though many of us had to suffer through Zoom calls, it eliminated the sitting in the conference room meeting. Oh, boy, yeah. So this is kind of interesting. COVID-19 virus, this is not surprising, but they now know it. The COVID was in the country Many weeks before the first case was uh, caught, and it ranged from Illinois to Massachusetts. It was all over the country. They're going back and looking at blood samples from hospitals mm-hmm. all around the United States, and they found it all over the way. Going clear back to December in the United States. Right. As so, we were saying, we had health professionals say there was this weird flu bug we couldn't cure in November and December, especially December. That soccer star that collapsed on the field and had a freaking heart attack and they had to put the paddles to him and bring him around. That's a heck of a thing. Anyways, in the hospital, giving the thumbs up, says he's fine under the circumstances and thanks for the well wishes. So I assume this guy is a youngish. He is a professional soccer player. He'd certainly be in as good a physical condition as you can possibly get cardiovascularly. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. So it just shows that, you know, if you got if you got something wrong with your heart, it can happen to anybody. Did they say what happened? Was it a classic heart attack? Plaque broke loose and blocked an artery, that sort of thing? I or? would have to read the second paragraph. Ah, I see. Um, well, who has the time? Exactly. Um, as the pandemic eases, everyone's buying Lamborghinis. Uh, this this is on the side of the aisle for people who are you know angry about the the, the wealthy doing so well during the pandemic. But uh, Lamborghini had its second best year ever last year. It's the perfect thing to roll all my Dogecoin profits into. <laughs> Isn't that something? Second best year they've ever had. They sold out all of their thirty one hundred cars, which they don't make that many cars every year apparently, and uh, sold them all. So they won't have any till next year. So you're out of luck if you're part of the idle rich looking at a Lamborghini. Town sold its water tower by accident. Small town in Florida. Uh, in a, what they are calling a blundered real estate transaction. A businessman purchased a municipal building underneath the city of Brooksville's water tower last April for $55,000. He was going to turn the building into a gym. However, when they uh, got into the details of the paperwork, it turns out that he had also purchased the town's water tower. 
Wow. I don't know where the the blame falls here," said the city council member who was looking into it. The guy Dude just made the it. best real estate deal ever. Yeah, I'd fill it with Duff beer. And sorry, everybody. <laughs> It's beer for everyone now. From here, now that I own the water tower, I'm thinking he'll probably sell it back to the city for a tidy profit mm. and cover his operating costs for God knows how long. Good for him. And since I am a fan of the Armstrong and Getty Twitter feed, and everyone should be, I couldn't help but notice that you and your wife gave each other Crocs for your wedding. Uh, I was yes. going to bring that up myself. I was just looking Actually, at the Twitter. That's yes. that's something. Traditional 35th anniversary gift, Crocs. According to whom? So, well, <laughs> obviously that's uh, some humor and well-crafted, but um, <laughs> I, me- I, I mentioned the other day that I'd come across several articles that Crocs are just on fire right now in terms of popularity. They went through this weird, so uncool thing for so long that they're now cool, I guess? Well, I, I don't know exactly, but I was seeking other footwear in a place that it is alleged is a source for shoes where you pay less. Okay. Anyway, and uh, there, there's the Crocs aisle. There's a kind of bunch of them on a shelf, and I looked at them, and I thought, no, those look kind of ridiculous. But then I came across some special Crocs, some different Crocs. Instead of kind of lar- several largish holes, mine have many, many very small holes. They're really a more formal Croc, a gentleman's Croc, the wingtip of Crocs. So your dignity you doesn't will. so much flow out, it just kind of seeps out. <laughs> That which I have after doing this gig for 30 years. Yes. Yeah. What little there is. I noticed, I've noticed so many more Crocs recently, like in my Berg, and uh, they, they come in so many styles and colors now that all the all the cool people are wearing Crocs. So and Judy looks super cute in hers. Yeah. And they're cheap, aren't they? Armstrong oh, yeah. and Getty.